Welcome to another episode of Driving to the Res with Larry and Inelia. I think we did a good job. I think so. It felt calm. Yeah, felt like we were on sync. On sync, in sync, and yeah. That'd be a good name for a band too, huh? In sync. Yeah. I thought you had something you put on your boats. That's a zinc. Zinc. Yes. That's the nature of the universe, honey. What? (laughs) Understanding and misunderstanding and (laughs) meaning and... What does that mean? Isn't that a sink? A sink is what you wash your hands. Yes. A sink sink. is a band. Uh And a zinc is what you put on your boat. Zinc with a Z? Yeah, but we weren't talking about zinc. Zinc's a mineral. A metal. A metal. A sacrificial zinc. I put it on my boat so that the boat doesn't rot. Instead, the zinc rots. It's a martyr. It's a martyr material. It's a martyr material. It gives yes. itself up for this, mm-hmm. for the, for um, the goodness, goodness of, of the rest of the boat. Yeah. So all right. I guess all martyrs aren't bad because <laughs> we do like zincs. Yeah. yeah. So what has been going on this week, honey? Ooh, well, a few things. We went for a road trip, and it was fascinating because as soon as we entered, like the built-up areas. Um, on Olympia, I got really sick and I stayed sick until we came out of the area. We went all the way down to Oregon and back again. And I came back and yeah, I got better as soon as we got back into this area, which is really interesting. I think um, it's EMF stuff. I have always been hypersensitive to EMFs. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the frequency and energy of the people in the area is also, I think, affect, affected very strongly. Uh, because when we went to the rest, it felt the same way. Mm. And also, I thought we could talk about our experience of building community at a physical level, buying land and all that type of thing, but also the experience we had when we were in Oregon, uh, when we went to visit one of the Freedom Cell cells, thinking that we were going to be learning and talking and discussing the buying of land and setting up communities locally and we had a completely different experience to that radically different radically different yeah yeah so that's what we did last week as we drove to oregon we took a long ride to the res we didn't record not one second because uh well the truck was very loud the truck is loud yeah because we had a camper in it the shocks like makes wiggle Ooh, and also the, talk and the wind catches on the, <laughs> the top wind catches and, yeah. yeah so we would we would have planned to have a nice chat in a beautiful forest park yeah. with the fire crackling and we'd be sitting there in our camper yes except for our campground happened to be this time a walmart parking lot yeah because all the parks were closed all the parks had their fences closed it was like go home yeah, you're not welcome here before Oh, it was ridiculous. Even when we came back into Washington, it was like that. Yeah, we come up to Washington, we drove up the um, Hood Canal from Olympia, and it's yeah. so stunningly beautiful there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it felt, oh. Nice. It could breathe again yeah. for some reason. There was some drastic energy difference between the I-5 corridor, Tacoma South, all the way to, geez, we went all the way down to um, middle of Southern Oregon. Yeah, past Eugene. Yeah. 
And we lost a couple hours somewhere in there when I walked in a circle. That was weird. That was just weird. Yeah, because we have the trip calculated and, out by hours. Yeah. And we stopped for gas at 8. Yes. And I got out of the truck and walked PB. And I went for a walk around this sign. And I, I couldn't find you anywhere. I went you couldn't find me anywhere. You. And then suddenly you were by the side of the truck and next bang, to you. I was right there. The lady who and I was, was like, what do you mean? I haven't been gone but one minute. I just walked around the fence yes, there to go Lake Peavy really for a walk. Yeah. And then... Uh, we left. We got it. We got in the truck. We paid the guy. He was like standing there ready. He's like, can I have my money? Like, <laughs> What's wrong, man? <laughs> Here. And we got in the truck and we we're going down the road and the alarm went off on oh. your phone because it always goes off at bedtime. Yeah, 10 o'clock. I was like, 10 o'clock. It was 8 o'clock when we stopped. We did not stay there for two hours. We stayed we there for know. five minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah. But there were two hours missing. And that same type time loss happened on the way home, too. Remember? Yeah, two hours. Because it's an eight and a half hour ride. And uh, when we left, I had calculated when we'll get home, mm-hmm. adding an hour and a half for gas, gas stop, food. food stop, potty stop, pick up a free bike on the side of the road stop, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. I got those tabulated in. I know when we're getting home within a minute or two. Yeah, you're pretty good at timing. And it was going to be 10. And we are home at midnight. Yes. One minute before midnight. Yes. And that's the same two hours. Yep. Same suspicious two hours. Yep. Do you have any way of uh, tapping in and seeing if uh, you know what happened with those two hours? I, no. I looked. I couldn't see anything. Just the oddness feeling of odd. Feel it's odd. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Odd stuff happens. Yeah. So we had gone down to Oregon to pick up Brett, of course. Mm-hmm. And the interesting part was uh, since last week we've been discovering and listening to all of these wonderful um, podcasts and shows about freedom cells and listening to the the founder speaking about his uh, thoughts, his ideas, his uh, concepts, his realizations. And I swear it was like he was speaking in alia. <laughs> He had used almost Mostly, all of the yeah. same language, the same words, the same yeah. concepts. Oftentimes concepts that, you know, I hear from you and then I try to listen and see if I can find somebody else that has either listened to it or has some of the same um, realizations. And usually it's a couple of weeks to a couple of months. I can start hearing it. It's almost yeah. like you planted it and then it pops out. Yeah. Well, he was speaking that. I was like, my God, can you believe he, he, did he just listen to your course on XYZ or what? Because he's like, parrot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that's always, a, for me, that's a good synchronous sign in a ways. And that's a good, I mean, it feels nice to hear it, hear it coming back, mm-hmm. hear that it's out there, that it's realized that it's, it's pretty good. I mean, I was like, yay, yay team. And so uh, quite by synchronous events, I had noticed a sign on one of my feeds that a freedom cell in Southern Oregon, oh, it was a telegram feed, actually. Southern Oregon, Northern California, they were having a physical meetup. And it happened to be exactly the time we were going to be exactly there. Right, right. So I was like, oh, yeah, we should go check it out. They were going to talk about buying land as a group. And, of course, you know, we were looking at getting land land as a group. group. Mm -hmm. This place called Fossil Beach. And so exploring... How intentional communities um, awaken awake 
people. Um, um, obviously, the freedom cells have a basic awareness of reality that isn't subscribing to the old paradigm sense of reality and intentional mm-hmm. communities. That means communities that are founded on. Uh, I will will just say because our language says a high frequency experience Mm -hmm. a community based on high frequency um structure Mm -hmm. let's just say that yeah that's so it could be an intentional community a high frequency intentional community yeah some of them are are formed around the idea of a community of people with high frequency ideals some are around um farms and growing food and some are around uh diet diet and uh you know, yeah. people have a very common... Some of them are religious in nature or yeah, spiritual they, they in nature. Yeah, they do, spiritual in nature. There's the yeah. Zen retreats or, mm-hmm. you know, monasteries and things like that. Yeah. But intentional kudis have a have a purpose. And the freedom cells, by the words I was listening to, were very nice, high-frequency gathering of people who are creating their new, the new paradigm, their new reality. Yeah, new paradigm The way they want to live it, not yeah. the way that... I guess you're kind of being shoved or pushed or nudged into. Yeah, it's like no just ignore all that no stuff. Masks. We don't. We're not even interested yeah. in it. Just drop it. Yeah. How about we just start what it start. is that we want to experience? Mm-hmm. Create their own jobs. Create our own jobs, our own economies, villages, our own yeah. water, our own food, our own whatever, by supporting each other. Those of us that are in this, you know, group. Mm-hmm. So it's you know reassembling and creating the new paradigm together. That sounds great. Sounds good. So we went to a meetup to see what it was yeah. all about. Yeah. Oh we my did. God! I was so excited. Me too. I was excited. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so how'd that go? So we found ourselves an hour off of our beaten path, way off in what counts as the wilderness there, which kind of didn't feel too wild to me, honestly. But, I mean, it was wilder than I-5, right? Oh, yeah. It was a, a area of southern Oregon that's very, very popular with covered bridges. Mm-hmm. They look like the kind of bridges they have on the East Coast. I think they're, they probably originated there. They're wood bridges yeah, with wood so structure beautiful. tops. They're pretty nice. Yeah. Anyway, off in the woods there. And we, we pull in and, uh, we go to the designated, uh, campsite. It's this big wood park structure, you know, with a fireplace. And we walk down there. And they say, there's like six people there with yeah, a barbecue or thing. And they say, are you here for the mask parade? <laughs> like, oh, no. oh, I don't Maybe. know. What is that? <laughs> it's like, they switched their off down on number one. Like, okay. Okay. That was the first that red flag. That was our first, first red flag. Mask parade? What the hell is yeah, a mask parade? Yeah. Uh, we went down there to the other spot. And everybody was sort of in a dour mood. It was a little dour. It was intense. It was tense. Yeah. There was no, we walk up and... Who are you? Hi, what are you guys blah, blah, doing? Blah. Hey, welcome here. Yeah, we're here to talk, blah, blah. No, no, no. Um, we were having a sermon almost. Yeah. Someone was in the speaking middle. off of a page, the middle of a sermon. Yeah. It wasn't a Jesus Christ sermon. It was a... I don't know what it was because I couldn't uh, hear what it was. I couldn't just... really comprehend what he was talking no. about, honestly. And then uh got done with that. And we sat at a table with a couple of the people. And, of course, they got up and moved away. Yeah, everybody <laughs> moved away from us. Everybody moved away from us. I'm sure... I mean, we've been on the road, but we, went, we, didn't, we didn't stink, stink that bad. No, we didn't stink that bad. <laughs> yeah. No, we did not stink. And we only had, we had our PB bait. Yeah. And that always is like, people come over to say hi with you. Yeah, PB do. for bait. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But no, they stepped away from us. Yeah. And then um, the next person got up to start to talk, and she got to proselytizing at the fire about um, we're going to have a storm. We're going to storm this store. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. One guy's going to be dressed in a mask as camouflage, and the rest of us, no masking, and they're going to. Uh, Just go in there, buy something. Go in there with cash yeah. and buy something and put it on the counter and run out and create a scene, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that one of the fellas had his guns and his team, and he said, uh, you know, you guys go in, we'll uh, run security, and if anybody gets aggressive, we can shoot their ass. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. We'll get them away from you and, you know. We'll exfiltrate, and uh, if anybody gets we'll real frisky, we've got our weapons. We can we've uh, got, take them out. And we've got cars to drive you away. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa. This a hardcore group. Maybe. Yeah. And they had guns. And then the next lady got up, and she said, what we really need to do is just educate them, guys. We don't need yeah. to have a battle. How about we just have some education? We'll yeah. teach them that they don't need like, to wear masks. Let's make the stores our allies. Yeah, and I thought, yeah, allies. that's more like it. It's like, Yeah. And we're talking about it to the guy that was first. I mean, the ones that seems to be like the main organizers. Yeah, one of the main organizers. Yeah. They're they have a charity type of a group mm-hmm. where they help people with food yeah. and um, you know supplies and things like that. They uh, they said, man, since COVID started, business has been has never been better. It's like people are asking us. What can we give you money for? Just tell us something you want yeah. <laughs> so we can give you some money because we have all this money to give. Yeah. So uh, So, anyways, we had a chat and said, you know, don't go to war, basically. It's not, you don't want to join individuals at their level of war because they're very good at it. And if you're a high frequency being, you're not going to be good at war, period. Yeah, so, you'll feel righteous, no doubt, and you will feel indignant, sure. no yeah. doubt. And Basically, it's very easy to hijack a high-frequency being through righteousness and pull them down into low-frequency engagements. That's telling them, you know, I don't wear masks when I go to the store. Sometimes I get attacked, sometimes I don't. I just don't engage with them. I don't respond to them, don't answer their questions, just carry on. They might follow you around for a bit, but eventually they give up. Yeah, especially when I run out of them. <laughs> Oh, that was me. <laughs> My righteousness does kick in occasionally. Yes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Don't be messing with you. Yeah, that's true. You're going to get took out. Yeah, if Larry's around, no, it doesn't go. doesn't go <laughs> doesn't down stay, well. Yeah, doesn't stay disengaged. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, one of the things that but I to look talk that. about around creation of groups and frequencies and things and I know that area, I mean, it felt, when we slept there, it felt like one of us had to stay up because we were in enemy territory. It felt very, very aggressive, very warlike, the energy near the cities in Oregon yeah. and up here in Washington. So when I look at the creation of, um, say, you do find a pod near you or Excel, however they call them, and you decide, hey, you know, I want to really move in and create a new village. And with these people, they're awake. Really visit with them. Make sure that you are indeed at the right frequency. And hang out with them for a while to see how, what's happening, what type of people are there. Um, one of the things that you have to be aware of as well is that in the 1960s, there was the whole movement of communal living and everything. 
And it got highly hijacked in the 80s. It became all about me and myself and everything pretty much this was vanished. It went from group ascension to uh, predators and my and then the I, me and myself ascension, you know. And at the moment, it's a different energy altogether because it's not spiritual or communal in nature. But people are getting the message. We have to create our new structures, our new workplaces, our new water, electricity, our new living situations. So people are responding to that knowing and starting these groups. But of course, they haven't processed their fears or their righteousness, anger, some frustration. The whole thing in that group was they're very indignant because an elderly, elderly lady had gone to the store and she was literally thrown on the floor and handcuffed by the guard of the store because she would, she would refuse to wear a mask or pay with a credit card. She had cash. So they were very, very angry. And they were, there's other ways to address that so that it doesn't happen again. But going in as a war party is not a good answer for a light frequency being. Yeah, because, I mean, you got to understand that the dark side is very good at the dark games and they don't have the limitations <laughs> that a light being would instinctively have. Exactly, yeah. So you might go in there with righteousness and truth and love. Well, you know, I don't know how. I guess it's kind of love twisted in a way. Yeah. Protection of that lady. Yeah, but you're still going to have some limitation to what you're willing to and what level you're willing to engage in. I mean, yeah. he, the, the other side doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. They don't. And so you're basically playing their game, but not even close to at their level. No. Which it's like the, uh, <laughs> I think we read a story or two about that when... Uh, there's a world full of um, lollipop fairies, mm -hmm. and there was a troll walking by. Not a good kind of troll, you know, the kind of troll that eats lollipop fairy heads off. Oh, I've never heard that story. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the lollipop fairies can't exactly <laughs> deal with the troll. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's a too far difference. Okay, well, there might not actually be a lollipop fairy in a troll story, but you get the idea. <laughs> the lollipop fairies aren't going to take out a troll playing <laughs> a troll true. games. No, we don't. Lollipop lollipops. fairies need to go t go play lollipop fairy games. Yes. Right, but, you know, um, lollipop fairies don't want to play troll games anyways. Right. So that's the point. So um, I'm not saying that you are not a, you don't have guardians and you don't have boundaries and borders and willingnesses to do but at the very beginning of all of this that you said very clearly what did you say very clearly <laughs> you forgot no i know <laughs> if you live in the city get out get out why cuz it was going to get bad yeah and when we mean bad this is the kind the of frequency, thing frequency yeah the frequency is getting really really bad Right. Not a good place for fairies. That's Not a sure. good place for lollipop fairies. No. Because you're going to have to uh, acknowledge the fact that there's a large number of people have picked um, different sides of splits. And mm -hmm. whether get yeah, uncongregated, that's their playground to have mm -hmm. that game go. It's more dense. It's yeah. like um, if you're swimming in the water, and there's a thousand sharks over here and there's only one over here and you're fish. You go over where there's only one shark, not where there's a thousand sharks. Mm 
Right. <laughs> more room to swim. Yeah. These are probably not all the best analogies, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the point's kind of clear. So what yeah. we found when we hit our Olympic Peninsula, which isn't to say that the entirety of all the people on the Olympic Peninsula are high frequency. Absolutely not. But the ability to feel and breathe when we got about a, within about 100 miles or so was a magnitude better. Mm-hmm. And then at the Shamachak, I mean, it was like, finally, yeah, really, really nice. So it does matter how, what, and where you gather and the space that you create. It does make it easier for you. You don't have to make it hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. So the freedom cells are very interesting still. And there are high frequency cells and they're probably yes. high frequency individuals at those cell meetings mm-hmm. like but that when, lady that came in and said hey don't hey, do it don't do know? it don't do it i have Educate. a yoga i have a i have a Become mask-free allies. massage parlor i'm getting problems and issues and it's really hard for me to stay in business what we really should do is you know gather everyone that's um like-minded like us why don't we support each other's business instead of mm-hmm. you know going and try and Go fighting with, with the ones that we don't like exactly so you can still find your tribe yeah. at that place. But just be aware, I just want to make it clear, that um, when you go to a Freedom Cell meeting or any other gathering where there's a whole variety of awakened people, just because they're aware of what's going on doesn't mean they're high frequency or your tribe. Correct. Yeah. Like you're always saying a few podcasts ago, just because a person's not wearing a mask doesn't mean they're not um, a white supremacist who are also not wearing masks or getting vaccinated. <laughs> I don't think white supremacists can work at Coke anymore, honey. <laughs> what? Coca-Cola doesn't allow it anymore. What? Remember they had less white training? Oh, yes. I saw something about that. That's yeah. quite funny. Yeah. But anyways. Off the topic again. Yeah, off topic again, but... Just be aware that just because somebody's not getting vaccinated and not does not believe in masks and is setting up uh, as a freedom cell doesn't mean that they are a high-frequency individual. They could be, like we said earlier, some of these communities and There's plenty groups. of anarchists that aren't going to buy any rule, no matter right. what the rule is, and not all anarchists are friendly people. Right. Some are. Yeah, it doesn't mean that they're high frequency, right? So basically some of them are based on um, belief systems or... Religious fundamentalisms. Yeah, all sorts of things, right? Right. Including like the anarchist mindset. Um, (laughs) Funnily enough. Or the extreme right wing, you know? (laughs) Funnily enough, one of the telegram groups I was in exploring these freedom cells kicked out the founder of the freedom cells. From their group. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. But I guess I guess the point is is that, you know, there was probably more likelihood of finding people in your tribe going to some of these things or being engaged in something because so, they yeah. they are interesting. But that that part means that also You have to be street they're smart. Bait. Yeah. They can be used as bait and oh, they yeah. can be infiltrated and they could be sabotaged and You're all those things exist. Guaranteed that every single cell has at least one predator in it. Guaranteed. Guaranteed, yes. Yeah, because this is what predators love. You know, they, they flock to new systems, new groups and everything um, to exploit people. It definitely yes, can happen. So, yeah. 
So um, just it just means be street smart. Yeah. It doesn't mean don't go there. No. On but the it contrary, does mean, go ahead and explore, yeah, right? Go but there really, and really explore. Right. Don't take the bath water. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Something about babies and bath waters. <laughs> what I mean is you go there and Definitely you might find everything. there's three or five people that you can actually create your cell with. Yes. You be the selector of your cell. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's a very important point because a lot of people are being very passive about it and expecting other people to create everything before they'll join or whatever. When in fact you can create a rules of engagement and start a cell yourself and invite others to your cell. So. Right. So for in our example, <clears throat> we have a bride and grooms of Gaia contract, for example. Mm -hmm. And if we went to a freedom cell meeting here, that's local to us, I would bring it. Yeah. And uh, this would be basically the template for anyone that would be interested in joining my Your tribe. Yeah. My, yeah, that would be bread and grooms of Gaia. And um, I know that we'll have some righteous ones because that's brides and grooms have righteousness. Yeah. And we can uh, understand that because part of the guidelines include how to, how to handle this righteous feeling. Yes. But someone who's interested in just um, disruption or confrontation, they're not going to be interested in our brides and grooms no, they won't. concept or our uh, structure. They're going to be not interested in joining it. Mm -hmm. So, Oh, and if you want to read that contract, it's yeah. online at guildofgaia.com. Yeah, guildofgaia.com. It's an excellent um, you can download it and sign it for yourself. You're not signing anything for anybody else. It's just between you and Gaia. So, you know, read the contract, see if you want to sign it, sign it, keep it in your um, sock drawer, you know, somewhere where your tra you keep your treasure. So, right, yeah. right. It's a, it's a very, I mean, intense, excellent, I think about a year, almost a year long process, 12, 15 people. Worked really worked diligently, really diligently week after week after week after week mm -hmm. after week to try to distill in a, a nice arrangement with with Gaia. Basically, mm -hmm. a, uh, at first it was a Nupitals. <laughs> Whatever they call those. <laughs> Basically, it's a contract with Gaia where you agree to inhabit the new paradigm high-frequency reality. Yeah. And Gaia supports that and how those are supported yeah. between each other. The agreement on how to operate. So, handy. Mm -hmm. Handy reminder. At any rate, uh, you can be selective about who you invite. And if you go and you find that this group is full of people that you can't associate with, then obviously you just need to start your own cell. Mm -hmm. If you find that some of them are loud and boisterous and not... Um, the frequency that you're looking for, you might find around the edges there are some that are that are wondering the same thing you're wondering. It's like... I thought this was going to be something different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, make yourself visible. And we, we did find those that were at our frequency. We did chat with them. Mm -hmm. It felt like um, they uh, he understood at least that if he, had, if he focused his attention on the thing that he's doing good and less about the battle, he will be happier and he will be um, serving his tribe better, better by not yeah. putting them. I think so. I think you got it. And danger and mm -hmm. and stress and etc. Yeah. etc. 
And I said, all that energy you're spending on this battle, spend it on creating a new supermarket. Right. I mean, they already had the food. They already had the truck full of it. They, we got 60 pounds of rice from them. Yeah. They got... Um, For our community here. Yeah. <laughs> they have all the um, ingredients they need to create that supermarket that ain't going to take an old lady and slam her on the ground for not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. But they also, they were getting redirected into spending their energy fighting that. Yeah. So I guess you see how that works. That's the bait. That's the bait. And that's the hook set. Mm-hmm. Another place where you can have uh, some really good rules of engagement is on our uh, walkwithmenow.com page. And we've made the rules of engagement there publicly available so you can read them. Uh, so there are some high-frequency rules of engagements. And one of the things that I really liked was one episode five, I think, of the Freedom Cells podcast when they first launched. I think it was day five or episode five is called. And there's three, um, well, there's more than three speakers, but there's three main uh, sections of it. And one of the first one was a lady talking about uh, intentional communities and how to set them up, land, buying and everything. I thought that was really fascinating. She had some amazing information there. The second one was about how to govern the, your group and your... Sociocracy. Business. And it's called sociocracy. Yeah. And it's really, really good. Basically, it is kind of committees. And the, so you have smaller groups in charge of different aspects of the community to make the decisions. And then you do con- use consensus to, to make decisions. But it's not like 300 people or, or 50 people or... 20 people trying to make one decision about what color to paint the barn, which will take a lot of months. Guaranteed, I've done that. (laughs) You're going to end up with a... Well, I mean... So you have a small group that's in charge of choosing the colors of everything and another one (laughs) choosing what tools you might might need. So she went into great detail about uh, the guy, the sociocracy... Um, the first one went into great deal about how to set it up and how it's been done for many, many years now. And the second guy with the sociocracy went into great detail about how to govern it. And they've got websites and links and everything. So if you are interested in really, really starting your own village and your own like schools and uh, workspaces and everything else, uh, communication systems, even your own airline, man, you know, um, then I would highly Air, something like that, yeah. I would highly suggest that you listen to that podcast and maybe explore the other ones as well. It's rich with information. And, I mean, people might not even listen to those. Maybe that's why they haven't really gelled into that other mindset of just move past it and just create something new. So, but yeah, I would certainly suggest that you investigate and research all that stuff. There's lots and lots of good gems in those podcasts. You're going to go get your puppy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You carry on talking while I go and get the puppy. Okay. I can still hear you. Oh, you can still hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'll hold up your microphone. (laughs) We thought puppy would want to stay. But she wanted to hang out with Hopi. Hi, you just crying outside. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi, babies. Hi, babies. So those links are at Walk With Me Now. Are they anywhere else? The links? Yeah. Well, 
All of the links in there are in Telegram. They are Freedom Cell Network. Oh, Telegram. Freedom Cell Network has yeah, them. Yeah, they have all the links to all the podcasts. That's a good place to go searching for them. It's hard to um, always have the links to the things we talk about in the podcasts because, well, we're lollipop, lollipop fairies. <laughs> yes, we did get an, a question. Yes, we've um, been looking. Yes, we have been looking at our questions. Let me see if I can find it. I remember that question was about what defense <clears throat> agency population thing did you look yes. at to find that? And we yes. were researching to try and find it again by backtracking how it <laughs> was that done. you found it in the first place. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know if we quite succeeded, but... Let's see. All right. Well, that's not it. We actually do have... Uh, here we go. So this is the question from Jay. Hi, Jay. Hi, Neely and Larry. Joy, light, joy, love and light to you both. You guys spoke of a website that had population predictions and was an arms dealer manufacturer. Can you give me a link to it, please? Thanks. You know, this is my fourth email I have sent you, guys. I never got a reply for any of them. Oh, man. You guys must be really busy. I hope you will reply to me one day. Here's hoping. Joy, love, and light to you both. Can regards and best wishes, Jay. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so usually we'll answer the questions that are kind of relevant to our areas of expertise. So, yeah, not all of the questions that we receive or something that we can talk about. But yeah, the, the websites and stuff, they, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll give it another try. Yeah, maybe, we can maybe research we can put it, it in a the little notes. bit more. Yeah. It we'll was, a, it was curious. It wasn't. Um, and I remember I found originally by putting in uh, population predictions for 2021 or something like 2024, that. 2024, 2025, yeah. something like that. Yeah. It could have been a 2020, 2050 or something. But it, yeah, if you do those research terms, you probably find it. Yeah, it'll be pretty obvious. Yeah. But yeah, we will give it a look-see again. Mm -hmm. It just was uh, to make a point anyway about the conversation that we're having. That was kind of strange because as you, as you experience, uh, experience your reality right you look for evidences to support it or refute it and mm -hmm. that was kind of like my gosh they kind of have that planned right mm -hmm. so uh yeah i didn't back test that site and i remember we talked about it at the time we had <laughs> yeah. back tested it to see if it was still there <laughs> still there or accurate yeah but it was just fascinating, fascinating to me. The other thing that I was curious about, uh, I mean, it seems to me that this whole vaccine thing is it's um, it's just like a time bomb. Um, I mean, I've heard of two reports of people, like direct reports of individuals who were pregnant and they had the vaccine and they had a miscarriage the next day. Two. One of them is like somebody very close to me, one of their uh, old friends. And what really upset her was that this old friend didn't put two and two together. It was a coincidence. And the other reports are coming out in the media. 
they don't link them together. I know th all these women are getting vaccinated that are pregnant are losing their babies. And I can't even imagine what's going to happen for those babies they don't lose and then they're born. I don't know. I mean, I don't even want to even imagine what that's going to look like. Um, and um, the other thing that's happening also is the vaccinating of children. They're testing it out. And that's pretty intense as well, you know. So I did talk about the light explosions happening yeah. of all the babies being born that are light work, light worker, light beings coming into the planet right now, starting like January, February, big bunch in March, um, and May. And, um, one of the things that I think is happening is that they're, they're trying to stop that before they're even born. But the light comes in when they become conceived, so... <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to stop somebody from doing something else. <laughs> yeah. So it feels like they're under attack right now. Children, babies, unborn babies are under attack. Um, but it's all part of that collective decision. So one of the things that is super easy for us to fall into is the victim-aggressor stuff when we talk about these things. And I know it's very upsetting. I, got, I was very upset when I heard about these women getting vaccinated all full of righteousness, making it very public. They're getting the vaccine. They're pregnant. and proud of it. And then they lose their babies, right? I got triggered <laughs> for a while, you know, like I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slap them. Slap them around a little bit. Wake up. But. It's like one of those decisions. It's a collective decision. We have to understand that we, as a collective, are, are choosing our reality. That's why it's so important for us to really watch those engagements to low frequency situations, right? Like the, those, uh, like invitations Invitation. to low frequency engagements. That reminds me before you go too far, the rules of engagement. Mm -hmm. If you are, have never, if you've, if you've never heard of them, I mean, you've probably heard of them in other ways, but you have a class, a book, a PDF. I don't remember how it's, it's written. Mm -hmm. It's a class. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I read that the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> now it's beginning to make a lot more sense. Yeah. If you want to know the keys to the universe and you how basically... everything works, just get the rules of engagement at inalienvents.com. <laughs> Totally, right there. It's totally like, black and, and white like, for totally, years ago. For and years it's, ago. And it's been and held true before true and since. Tested, yeah. yeah. You read it. You understand what the rules of engagement are. You apply those rules of engagement to your um, circumstances and relationships and watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> it's very, very simple. And yeah. not to say that you don't get engaged, not to say that you don't get triggered, not to say that you don't have righteousness, not to say those things don't exist in you, but you have the power to control the ability to, to see that, oh, this is how I'm engaging and that's what's going on. I get it. Mm -hmm. So you can pause it, stop it, change the channel, whatever you want to call it, or you just keep right on trucking. <laughs> yeah. That becomes up to you. You're the yeah. chooser. Yeah. Conscious choices, man. Conscious, Conscious choices. choices. Conscious choices. Well, I consciously choose nobody's going to harass you if you ain't wearing a mask. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> well, that's good. Do you feel complete, honey? No. 
No. No, because there was a little bit about bitcoins. <laughs> you want to talk a little bit about bitcoins? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And silvers and um, chi energy currency, uh, Federal Reserves, banks, and the alternating the entirety of the financial systems. And Can I make a suggestion? Volatilities though? and... Um, can I make a suggestion? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can make it. You can take it or leave it. <laughs> so that's a very rich and full area of information that we've had some amazing experiences in. I'm wondering if we should dedicate one podcast to just that topic. Okay. Yeah. I think okay. that would be a good thing to yeah, talk about. So because yeah. it's getting a little squirrely and it's very exciting. <laughs> yes. My gosh. Just the other day. Bitcoins went from like, 33. well, our our little AI, Socrates boy, said it was going to get a 59,000. That was the target. And I think it got pretty darn close to that. And then it dropped $10,000 in one day yeah. in a bang. And then it came almost all the way back. That's, I would like to explore that, the whole a, dynamic of energy exchange and <clears throat> coins and all that stuff. I think it's a fascinating subject and very relevant for creating our new societies and stuff right because um in a sense i back testing we're back testing right i just remember i was told ages ago same as you probably you should buy some bitcoins and i looked at the bitcoins and i, I said tried. i tried and i couldn't do it and i couldn't understand it yeah. and i no matter how many reminders i got and i must have got about a thousand yeah there was the universe going knock 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 get it get it get it figure it out figure it out figure it out Oh, look at that pretty thing over there. Knock, knock, knock. Look it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. And, oh, oh, hey. You know, I've got to go to work. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock. I mean, I got about a thousand. Mm-hmm. A thousand go get sums. And I didn't. Yeah. And uh, last month or so, you said, knock, knock, knock. Get some. And it was easy. And I said, okay, I just will. Actually, I waited a day or two because <laughs> I had to open a Coinbase thing. I had to do this. I had to do that. But I did buy some. And guess what? It was just like 10 years ago. It went bring yeah. way up. Of course, I didn't buy a ton. But, <sighs> but anyways, So what does that, that do? Right. What does that do? That means uh, a thing that I want to do that supports me and my community, my tribe, mm-hmm. I can do. Yeah. I want to uh, create an off-the-grid power source and uh, do that. It can be done relatively inexpensively or it can be done relatively expensively, you know. But either way, um, having the ability to try out several things, having the chi to do mm-hmm. it, to explore it, hey, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So you... You look at it as one of the lines, right? Mm-hmm. Money lines. Yeah. For Chi to come in. You open the door and allow it's, it. It's a believable story for it to come in. A definitely a believable story yeah. because we watched it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll talk about all of that in our next podcast. Okay. Hold on then. Hold on then. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Talk about. Can we talk about um, one more thing? Mm. Animals. You have a crow chickens <laughs> and animals. The animals I mean, experience of this time. Are they having anything? 
roosters roosters and puppy dogs and and whatnots i mean we look at all of these very um, dramatic events on the planet right mm-hmm. and the financial work network is into this and that and the other and those are energy translated into like networks mm-hmm. what about the animals how do they feel about all this have you ever tapped into that well the animals were co-creators in the low frequency game and we did tap into many many people tapped into the different animals like chickens cows pigs and told them and other animals that are exploited you know have horrible horrible lives uh trees as well and told them hey you know we are moving away from this you better stop that low frequency engagement and the support to the low frequency paradigm and i think that the those big factories that treated animals really badly a lot of them have closed down so i think that they are listening i think that they're agreeing to step into a higher frequency engagement of uh, farms and things Mm -hmm. with the human collective. So they're feeling it too. Is there anything we can notice with our pets like PB and Lucy? Lucy is a pretty good bellwether for some of the high frequency, low frequency stuff because as soon as she drifts into a little bit of low frequency, she creates or has something that stops her. Mm In the form of a, you know, right now her jaw isn't opening up very much. And, uh, yeah, she can't bite nobody. She can. Well. (laughs) She's still an extremely dangerous animal. I don't know. She's much less inclined. She can't open her mouth. No, she's pretty much aware and able. If she's pushed, she will bite. Well, she's not pushed now. Well, that's good. So, no. No Nothing way. about pets that we should notice. No, I don't. I don't have anything there. So, one of the other things I'd like to talk about, probably in another podcast, is the um, Global Ascension Center and the project that might be coming up with that. Ooh, yes, definitely. Yeah. And uh, the re-energizing, re, re. I don't. I think Global Ascension Center has almost been in a hibernation phase. Yep. Maybe a reactivation of it. And I believe it's getting reactivated. I think so, yeah. And I believe it's going to have a functioning board mm-hmm. and a property that's more inviting, mm-hmm. more um, activated, more gar- or stewarded, guardianed, yeah. and um, more functional at a human level. I think so, yeah. I think that would be the right word. If you don't know what the Global Ascension Center is, you can go to the Global As- globalascensioncenter.org to figure to to get some info on it. Right, right. It has to do with um, activating, activating sacred, mm-hmm. activating land. Yeah, activating land to be, make it sacred so people can easily then visit and connect with Gaia in a very direct way. Because uh, yeah. one of the things that I saw is that sacred land is very inaccessible for the regular person. And a lot of it is um, filled with people's stuff. Yeah, and then a lot of it that is accessible is filled with stuff. Including building churches on it yeah. or <laughs> covering it with crystals or yeah. Yeah. little mandalas or any people's number of things, pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which isn't to say 
that it makes it less of a sacred place. It just to, to say that it's a bit like going to the Freedom Cell meeting where there's all kinds of frequencies intermingled in mm -hmm. with that connection. Yeah. Right? Yep. It, so, it gets polluted. Yeah. So the uh, Global Center Center is to create, reintroduce a space that's not covered with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Pretty much, yeah. Activated land that is uh, clean and clear and usable for high frequency individuals to connect with Gaia. Yeah. Yeah. Which is right, exactly what brides and grooms of Gaia are all about. I mean, <laughs> yes. Guild of Gaia. Yes, the Guild of Gaia and the Global Ascension Center dot org. I think they're going to get married. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, so funny. That's funny. Can we have a wedding? Sure, let's okay. have a wedding. Okay. I feel complete now. How about you? Me too. Okay. Love you, honey. I love you too, honey. <laughs>